If you're looking to create balance, make life simpler, and experience more joy in your motherhood, then Mama, you are in the right place. Join us for honest conversations that reflect both the beauty and messiness of being a working mom. Conversations about mothering, wellness, personal growth, and the business of running your own home. Hi, I'm Sarah Reckman, life coach, social worker, and mom. If you are a mama who is longing for more time, less stress, and to know that you are not alone, then grab a cup of coffee or a glass of wine and let's dive in. Hey mamas, I'm so glad you're here. I have a topic today that I'm pretty passionate about. It's self-care through simplifying life, simplifying your home, your time, and your mindset. And I want to give you some really simple, concrete strategies and things that you can do today to make progress in those spaces. Now, when we think of self-care, we often think of bubble baths and spa days and those kind of things that we just see in the media about how self-care has to look and feel. But one of the things that I'm passionate about is that realizing that taking care of yourself can also be simplifying things in your life so that life feels good every day. And so my three ways that I think are important to do that and that I'm going to talk about today, like I said, are your home, your time, and your mindset. Now, minimalism has been a game changer for me. When I first say minimalism, I know many of you are thinking of getting rid of all your things or the minimalism documentary because it is such a buzzword these days. But when I say minimalism, I mean getting rid of the things in my home and life that don't bring me or my family joy or don't serve a purpose. So I have more room in my life for the things that matter most. Did you know that research tells us that clutter actually triggers our stress response system and causes stress in our bodies? Now, I love Marie Kondo and Ali Casaza's methods for decluttering your home. I have followed both of them for years and read their books and I've seen such a difference in my home and time. My living room can be a complete disaster and it only takes a maximum of 10 minutes at the end of the night, less if I can get my kids to help before dinner, to pick up and put away everything, leaving the space calm and cozy once again. This is easy for me to do because one, I have less stuff, and two, everything has a place. Now, one of the strategies that I've learned from Ali Casaza is to just start with one specific spot. So for me, that was the medicine cabinet in the bathroom. And then eventually I moved to the cupboards in my bathroom because the bathroom is really easy to do. It's got nothing that's really sentimental. A lot of things are based on expiry dates. Will I use them? Is this expired? Do I love this product? Does it make me feel good? Does it serve a purpose? And then after you go through that space, maybe set a timer and say, okay, for 20 minutes, I'm going to go through and either keep, donate, or get rid of all the things in this bathroom. And then at the end of those 20 minutes, when you're ready for stage two, it's making sure that everything has a place. When things don't have a place in my house, they seem to always pile up on the kitchen counter, right beside the fridge, or on the front entrance table. Does anyone else have that space that just always seems to collect clutter? Yeah. That's because those things don't have a place. So one of the 
greatest strategies that I've learned is finding a place for everything. And if it doesn't have a place, then it probably needs to go. Another tip that I love in this area is I actually have a little box at the bottom of my stairs. And that box is for me to put everything from the main floor that does not belong on the main floor in that box throughout the day when we're doing our tidying or going about our day. And then at the end of the day in our 10 minute pickup, my daughter or I takes that box upstairs and we empty the box in the places that those things belong. And this has really helped to keep that main floor tidy and clean and a calm space so that when company pops by or when I just need to sit down at the end of the day and relax, it's cozy, calm, and clean and organized. And yes, the kids' playroom, sure, it's not always organized. It's not always perfect. But that's okay because I have learned to let go of those things that I can't make perfect, but to create simplicity in those spaces that I need in order to meet for me to function well. Let's go on to simplifying your time. Motherhood is forever. But the time that we actually are raising our children is so short. As moms, we are often feeling overwhelmed and short of time. And this leaves us feeling like we don't have the time and space to care for ourselves and to breathe. The problem is we can't pour from an empty cup. We need to make time for ourselves. But how do we find this time? Well, the answer is simplifying our time and reprioritizing our tasks. Yes, time management strategies are amazing, but not before we reprioritize. Overwhelm comes when we assume everything is equally important in terms of the need to get it done. And at the end of the day, when we look at our to-do list and realize we got very little checked off, our list feels big and we feel crappy, exhausted, and deflated. When you're able to do activities that fill you and get all of your non-negotiables done, you will feel less crappy at the end of the day, even if you didn't get the whole to-do list done completely. You may even find some time because you're wasting less time. I encourage moms to try a time management exercise that I call the pebble jar reflection. After completing this reflection, I was shocked at how much time I was wasting. So I encourage you to get out a journal or a piece of paper and to follow along this reflection exercise with me. I invite you to imagine that on your table is an empty jar. Along with it is a little pile of rocks, pebbles, and sand. Now your job is to fit as much into the jar as you can. Here's the thing. If you start with the sand, you won't be able to fit in the pebbles or the big rocks. If you start with the pebbles, you'll get the pebbles in and some sand, but no big rocks. If you want to get those big rocks in, you need to start with them first, then the pebbles, as they will fall into place around the big rocks, and finally the sand, which will fill any cracks and crevices that are left. This metaphor represents how we often fill our time. The jar is a symbol of our time, which is finite. 
The big rocks symbolize the things that matter, things that give us fuel and fulfill us. Big rocks don't necessarily take more time. They just make us feel lighter and happier. For example, laughter with your child, reading a good book, reading with your kids, going for a walk, working on a hobby. I invite you to make a list of your big rocks. What are the things that fill you up and make you a happier, healthier mom? Next, we have the pebbles. The pebbles symbolize the things that have to get done. For example, cleaning, cooking, laundry, making school lunches. These tasks take energy and don't fuel you, but not doing them may have negative consequences. I invite you to make a list of your pebbles. Now, one thing I want you to keep in mind when thinking of pebbles is your expectations around these tasks. Remember, it's okay if the laundry doesn't get folded one day or your kid's socks don't match. So set realistic expectations when writing out your pebble list. And the last one is sand. Sand symbolizes things that take time, but don't give much in return. They tend to be what we do to numb ourselves or to tune out. For example, scrolling on social media, watching Netflix, drinking too much wine. We turn to them when we are exhausted, but they can quickly fill the jar, giving us less time for the things that matter most and not really making us feel good inside. I invite you to write out your sand. What do you do to veg? I realized I spent way too much time scrolling Instagram, which didn't actually fill me. And many times, just made me feel jealous or insecure about myself. As moms, we often start with the pebbles, which take energy. So by the end of the day, we are exhausted and start filling the rest of our jar with sand. We need to plan our jars differently, starting with the big rocks, or at least one per day, then the pebbles, and if at the end of the day you have time left to add the sand, that's okay, no judgment. But you will feel better knowing that your day was fulfilling and productive, and you may even start to cut out some of the sand, go to bed early, feeling relaxed and ready to take on the next day. It is only after we have learned to prioritize our time that we'll start to see the true benefits of time blocking strategies. If you want to learn how to time block, send me a message, email me, message me on Instagram, and I will email you my recording on time blocking for free. Number three, simplifying your mindset. Simplifying your mindset is getting rid of the beliefs and thoughts that don't serve you. Our thoughts are so powerful. I would say that mindset work is one of the most undervalued yet greatest impact strategies. We create what we call in cognitive behavior therapy, core belief and rules for living. These thoughts and beliefs govern how we interact with and perceive the world. Sometimes, Due to how we were raised, life experiences, and who we surround ourselves with, we can develop limiting beliefs, beliefs that don't serve us and can actually cause harm. In order to really take care of ourselves on a deeper level, we need to change our mindset and free ourselves from those limiting beliefs. Since our mama mindset is an established set of beliefs and attitudes created by a combination of our past experiences of mothering, 
with current societal and family friend expectations or modeling. This means in order to fully understand our mindset, we need to reflect on our beliefs about motherhood. I do this through the I Believe Reflection, in which you write down all the things, both positive and negative, that you truly believe about motherhood. In your journal or on the same piece of paper, I invite you to complete the following sentence. I believe blank. Or a good mom is blank. Some examples might include, I believe a good mom never raises her voice. Or, I believe a good mom is put together herself. Or, I believe a good mom makes her own baby food from scratch. Or, I believe a good mom makes all the meals and takes care of the home. I want you to really reflect on those beliefs that you have about motherhood. The last part of mindset work is speaking truth into your life. Whether that's through scripture, positive quotes, or affirmations. Some of my favorite affirmations that help me get through my days are, I am a good mom who is doing her best. This moment will pass. I am beautiful, strong, and courageous. I can get through this. And when I am stressed, I just need to breathe. Although all of these concepts, simplifying your time, your home, and your mindset, are actually quite simple, I know that it's sometimes really challenging to implement these strategies and make lasting change. If you would like help simplifying these things in your life so you can go from overwhelmed to empowered and calm with clarity, then my life coaching services may be the perfect fit for you. And guess what? Since I'm a registered social worker, services may even be covered by your healthcare benefits if you're in Ontario. I invite you to head to www.sarahreckman.com slash services and let's work together to get you to the place where you are living your best mom life. Thanks so much for hanging out with me. If you'd like to learn more about how I can help you or how you can implement all these things and more into your life to make it simpler, freer, and more abundant, head to sarahreckman.com. If you've enjoyed this episode, be sure to share it with someone you think would love it. Also, please leave a review. Your ratings and reviews help more moms like you find this podcast. Mama, remember, you don't have to do it alone. See you next time. I'm Sarah Reckman, and this is the Wholehearted Mom Podcast.